Hello, happy side owners and webmasters. Welcome to the Blog Aid Tips Tuesday podcast for March 22nd, 2022. And I'm your host, Mayanna. Tips this week include how to change the day and time of backups in the free version of Updraft Plus. Part one of the Keywords Workshop is this Thursday. Two updated Gutenberg Ninja tutorials and why many more are on the way. Why I'm making a major change to my site services schedule. The digital downloads and member site survey results are in, plus the action plan I'm making for us. All manner of internet goofiness is happening due to the huge uptick in cyber attacks. Issues with Cloudflare and its plugin. Ongoing issues with Updraft Plus. What you need to know about Google deprecating Universal Analytics next year. Yoast DeVolk is changing his position with Yoast SEO. What the cPanel price increase means for your hosting. The difference in building community versus audience. 25 lessons learned from building a community. Why you may or may not want to run your member site from YouTube. And why I'm excited about a call for block pattern submissions. So let's dive in. I sure do hope you'll join us live tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Blogade Live YouTube channel. Now, hey, we've gone through a time change here in the U.S., so it's our local time for that. Now, this is the sister channel to the Blogade YouTube channel, so be sure to subscribe to Blogade Live so you can get notifications on live events and so you can join in with the live chat. And a note about who I help. All Blogate posts and tutorials are intended to assist business-minded hands-on bloggers and webmaster designers who are serious about making money and who want to stay up-to-date with site changes. NRBB Hub is a private member site and Facebook group for my site audit clients that has lots of extra perks and support. In Blogate happenings, I hope y'all have been enjoying some nice spring or fall weather wherever you are in the world. Now, some of the early blooming trees and shrubs have been coming into color here, and I see buds on most all of the trees now, and that makes me happy. Speaking of new things and change, I have a few new tutorials for you, plus a revamp of my schedule. Oh, and you're going to want to hear this about Updraft Plus. You know, one of the reasons I suggest folks use the paid version of Updraft Plus is because it includes two big features that the free version doesn't. Namely, how to set the day and time of a backup, and it includes WordPress files and critically important files below WordPress, like HD Access. Now, one of the reasons you need to set the day and time of your backup is so that it runs at an off-peak traffic time so it doesn't slow down your site response and so that you don't have a backup running when you're making changes to your site or have a post scheduled to publish. Well, there is a way to get to the backup scheduler on the free version, but it does require altering some info in the database. But... There is an easy way to change those things without having to edit the database directly. And I just posted a tutorial for it in the Webmaster Training Membership for how to do it on the free version. For everybody, go read my backup checklist to ensure that you're getting everything you need in your backups and the best way to configure the settings. You'll also find links to a post on all the differences in the free and paid versions of Updraft Plus 2. 
And woohoo, our keywords part one workshop is this week for the DIY SEO course. Now, speaking of time changes, I apologize to all my non-U.S. subscribers in the DIY SEO course for not alerting you to the move to daylight saving time in the U.S. Some of you missed the live workshop last week because of it, and I am so sorry. Now, I did put a note in yesterday's email for the upcoming Keywords Part 1 workshop this Thursday. And FYI, there has been a bill that passed the U.S. Senate for keeping the time as it is now. Now, I don't know if it's made it through the House yet, but I hope it passes unanimously there, too. And woohoo! I've got two updated Gutenberg Ninja tutorials for you. Now, for the past few WordPress updates, the Gutenberg changes have been little tweaks to multiple blocks. So I've decided to revamp some of my tutorial structure to bust out some sections into their own tutorials to make it easier to keep things updated. Now, the first two updated tutorials are the list block and the create your first Gutenberg post. Now, I included all of the new things in both, but basically I took some things out of both that I will be making standalone tutorials on soon, like styling blocks, as so many of them now have text and background color and such. And I want to give you an update on my site services. Y'all know that since last fall, I've been making some major changes here at BlogAid to ensure I have good fitting clients for my services. And I've been lowering my client load too for a variety of reasons, not the least of which has been more long-time clients graduating up to a paid monthly maintenance program because their business has gotten so big that it's just a better fit for them to start outsourcing the caretaking of their site. And I'm thrilled to have helped them get to that point. I also made changes to my office hours to ensure that I have time off. Now, all of those changes have helped so much with my stress and fatigue levels. And now I see that it's time to make a few more changes in that direction. You know, the fact is, Everything connected with site ownership changes so fast and so often now that it's hard for me to keep up with my investigation of those changes, much less get new tutorials and info out to you in a timely manner. Plus, there are way more fires every year now where I have to drop everything and investigate what just borked our sites are hosting and... Even with the recent reductions in client load and backing off my marketing for new clients, I still have a more robust client load than ever before. Plus, the new client projects that have come over the last year are longer and harder now too, as so many site owners hired other tech help before coming to me. And those texts disappeared on them, and stuff is now breaking. And they have no idea what that tech did. So it takes longer to sort all of that trickery and custom coding out and put the site back on good footing and then actually fix what's slowing it down. Now, up until March, I was able to stay pretty much on track with my plans for 2022. But now... 
I'm behind because I switched my priorities to get Blockade ADA compliant and to deal with some other investigations into things coming down the pike that are going to bork our sites if they get implemented. And those checks could not be delayed. So now I'm behind with what I had planned. Plus, my own to-do list of things is piling up. Now, y'all may recall I got behind like that about this time last year due to working with others that got delayed on some theme testing that was critically important to everything else I had planned to do for the year. And it took me all the rest of 2021 to get caught back up. You know, those delays cost me money and mental health due to the stress and overwhelm. So, to keep from repeating that same sort of stressful situation again this year, I'm going to delay bringing on new projects from the site services waiting list until I get at least half of the currently open projects completed. And I plan to keep my client load cut in half or even down to zero until I get caught back up with my other projects that are required for me to run the Blogade business. That includes keeping my courses updated in a timely manner and testing plugins that I believe will be helpful for us. And of course, being able to do the deep dive on membership and digital download setup that so many of you have been patiently awaiting. So, if you're on the wait list, we will be delayed about two to three weeks. And that puts it well into April for any new request in case you're trying to time when to contact me for your audit checkup or such. Now, y'all know that I do my best to keep you one to two years ahead of the curve. And that means I have to stay on the leading edge of it so I can get services and info ready for you to use. So me getting behind on those things is not an option else both of us will be out of business when the new stuff hits the masses. And I appreciate your patience and support as I continue to adjust to our new reality of quick pace change and projects that take more time, both with site services and with investigations of things that could bork us or new things that we need. And BB Hub happenings, woohoo! Thank you to every BB Hub member who took the digital downloads and member site survey. I got the results and I did a live stream in our Facebook group with those results and suggestions from those results too. Now we have a really great idea now about how we want to move forward with getting you the help you need to start selling directly from your site. Now from that survey, I've developed an action plan for us to do guided workshops this spring and summer. Right now, I'm checking in with a few of my guru buddies to come lead some of those workshops. And I think doing this as a village is a great way to motivate everyone and give the kind of support and accountability we need to get and keep the ball rolling. And routine site checks are coming Earlier this year, I wrote up a DIY site owner's guide for my BB Hub peeps, 
and it includes routine checks that you need to do on your site. Now, this week, I'm finishing up an email drip series to get us caught up on our first quarter checks. And then I'll start on the drip series for the second quarter checks that will start in April. So we'll be able to get this rolling on schedule before we start the new digital download action plan. All right, y'all, that's all the news from around here. Let's jump into this week's tips. Insecurity tips. I continue to see reports of random goofiness throughout the internet globally, and much of it is due to the ramped up cyber attacks happening due to the Ukraine war. Now, please keep in mind that all services who offer mitigation to these attacks are literally drowning. That includes Cloudflare and your host. Mitigation is a bottleneck that is very much like the traffic backup at a DUI checkpoint. It takes time to check every car, and that makes getting through the checkpoint slow. And on top of all this, Cloudflare has decided that now is a good time to constantly roll out a bunch of changes to both the Cloudflare interface as well as the plugin, and both of them have been glitchy like crazy for the last two weeks. I've heard that the latest plugin update won't even go through or comes up with a blank screen. So just know that you're not alone in all that random goofy that you've been seeing with it. And no, I don't have a fix for it yet as rolling back the plugin doesn't make it any better. And there's ongoing issues with Updraft Plus. Now, ever since Updraft Plus had to make major security changes to their plugin, we've been seeing minor updates almost daily for the last few weeks. And while that's okay, last week I told you that all the internet goofiness is causing issues with Updraft Plus being able to send backups to remote storage. Now, that could be due to mitigation on the host or at Amazon S3 or wherever else you store your backup files. And now my peeps are reporting that so many backups have failed to make it to the remote storage that they're running out of disk space at their hosting. When Updraft Plus can't send the backup to remote storage, it keeps a local copy of it. So Updraft Plus is working. But I don't know all of the reasons why some folks can't send to Amazon S3. You know, the real issue is that it may depend on where you are in the world as to how bad some of this stuff is for you. As cyber attacks and internet goofiness is different for folks in different countries. So I don't have a way to troubleshoot for everyone to find the common causes. We will have to continue to take things on a case-by-case basis and ride this out. In SEO tips, well, we knew this day would come. Google announced that they will be sunsetting the current Universal Analytics on July 1 of 2023. And they encourage us to install GA4 now so it can start tracking data concurrently with the UA tracking we have now. That's because your UA tracking info will not transfer over to the new GA4, and you will need both to compare year-over-year analytics. But here's the rub. GA4 is shipped. 
It has been shit since it rolled out, and it still is. And that's just one of the reasons I have discouraged my peeps from installing it, as it just adds another set of requests that slow down your page load time, only to give you inaccurate data. But it looks like we have no choice now. So I'll be updating my DIY SEO course for how to install GA4. I don't cover how to use analytics in that course, as they are not SEO, which is search engine optimization. They are traffic from every source. Now, just cover how to make the connection, as your search console connection depends on it. And because all of those connections need to be correct for proper HTTPS conversion too, which is a service that I offer. And GA4 is a whole other animal. You pretty much have to use Tag Manager to get any meaningful tracking data. So you will want to find tutorials for how to make use of it because just connecting it is not enough. And come next summer, we'll have inaccurate analytics to go with our inaccurate reporting in Search Console, which has had one glitch after another for over a year already. Yippee. And woohoo, we got news about Yost Devog. He's transitioning to an advisor position. Team Yost made this huge announcement last week. And one of the reasons that Yost Devog sold the Yost business to Newfold was so he could back off the day-to-day management as CPO and pursue other life goals. And now that he sees things are running smoothly with Yono Alderson as the head of SEO, Yost will be stepping back into an advisory role where he will only need to be in the office once every couple of weeks. Woohoo! Now, I want to take a moment to say a huge thank you to Yost DeVolk for creating such a great SEO plugin that has always been heavily tested and in lockstep with Google's preferences and for creating such an inclusive and active workplace and community. Plus, a thank you for all the amazing support that you have shown to the entire WordPress community with your sponsorship and attendance at WordCamps and on the WordPress core team. No other plugin developer holds a candle to all you have freely given, and we wish you well with the next part of your journey. In hosting tips, cPanel has increased its price again. Now, y'all remember a couple of years ago when cPanel made that out-of-the-blue announcement that they were tripling their prices? Oh, most hosts did not react well to the news or the way that cPanel handled that fallout. It was super clear that they were only concerned about making money for their board of directors and didn't give a damn about their end users, who were hosting providers. Several hosts had a massive knee-jerk reaction 
and jump to other control panels before really thinking it through as far as cost or changeover and the cost of making new tutorials. And other hosts got busy building their own custom control panels. Yeek. cPanel has continued to raise their rates ever since, and they just announced another one. Now, Many hosts have been absorbing the cost of these increases, especially the big box hosts who are in a race to the bottom with discount hosting. But I doubt too many hosts, even the big ones, can keep doing that. So do expect to see an increase in your next renewal. Now, back when cPanel announced that triple price increase, the number one alternative some hosts considered was Interworks. It wasn't quite up to par with cPanel, though. So, Liquid Web purchased Interworks and put some R&D money into bringing it up to par so they can make it available on their hosting servers. And FYI, several of the name brand hosts you know use Liquid Web servers. Now, most hosts are still using cPanel on shared hosting, but... They have made cPanel an extra cost on VPS hosting, and they offer Interworks Control Panel for free. Now, before you make that choice to save some money, just know that the only host that I've seen Interworks set up correctly on is Iridium Hosting. And I've heard some horror stories with one issue after another with other hosts who offer it. And if you get on one of those other hosts, you won't care about the $15 a month that you tried to save when you add up the cost and stress of dealing with an ill-configured server. In monetization tips, one of the projects I dedicated myself to last fall was building an engaged community in the BB Hub, and it's definitely working. More folks are participating in the village of our Facebook group with sharing their wins for the week and posts they find interesting and helpful. And that's helping it be far more than just a support group where folks only show up when they have a problem. And when someone does report an issue, we all benefit from seeing it as it may be an indication of a bigger thing happening like all of the heightened cybersecurity effects we're experiencing right now. Everybody jumps in and helps check each other's sites to see if it's blocking traffic everywhere or just for certain regions. And stuff like that is amazing peace of mind for site owners. And we're all working together on projects like the digital downloads and member site stuff so that we can benefit from the variety of experiences and different ways of doing things that each site owner brings to the table. This is the power of the village and why a community like this is worth paying for. And this is also a prime example of the difference in building a community versus an audience. And the nice folks over at The Tilt have a great post about this difference too and how the creator economy is moving focus from just building an audience to turning that into a vibrant community 
that's worth paying for. So please do give it a read and see if it sparks some inspiration for how you can start a community of your own. And then jump over to this post and podcast from the nice folks at Smart Passive Income on the 25 lessons they learned from the first 25 episodes of their new Community Experience podcast. They centered on some key questions, including how does one build a truly meaningful community? And then how does one do so sustainably? And then how does one measure success in a community? Folks, this post is more or less a blueprint of how it's done. So even if you're not thinking about creating community, I suggest you read the post anyway, as there are super tips for bringing value to your followers too. Oh, and speaking of memberships, this was a super interesting story over on the published press. A hiker has built a huge YouTube audience with all the folks who enjoy watching his point of view hiking videos. And now he has made many of those videos only available to subscribers who joined his $10 a month YouTube membership. Yes, YouTube offers such a thing. And they also take a 30% cut of the revenue. And that's why you may have never heard of this program because folks who want to run such a thing generally opt for something like Patreon that only takes a 5% cut to start. Now, this hiker has over 650,000 subscribers, and I don't know how many of those are in his paid membership. And it will be interesting to see how he does with this, as so many folks are used to free but ad-driven videos on YouTube. Plus, he still has to make some videos free to continually attract new audience. Now, I take this as one more example of the direct pay creator economy that we're all entering. Folks are willing to pay for access to your content. In designer tips, woohoo! Y'all may remember me talking about how excited I was for the Gutenberg block pattern directory being built. And you may recall me saying how astonished I am that more designers are not jumping all over these things as they're a great way to sell templates. Plus, every theme creator should make their own templates available as block patterns for things like landing pages and such. Well, WordPress will soon be calling for submissions for the free block patterns to put in the directory. Now, this is akin to the free WordPress themes that are available, and it's a great way for designers to get exposure to a wide audience. Plus, templates like these are the only reason businesses like Elementor are even still around. Designers could and should start eyeing a business based on premium block patterns for that reason alone. Now, I'll be keeping my eyes on the directory for any cool patterns that you may want to use, and I'll be listing them in the Gutenberg Ninja course, too. All right, y'all, that's a wrap for this week's Tips Tuesday. Give me some love, review this podcast, and share this post. 
And be sure to visit blogate.net for more tips and resources. And I'll see you online.